On a scale of 1 to 10, this is some good Jay Martin, Mahone, 1045, Zone Lamb here, NFL veteran Ramon Foster. Jason Martin, Jonathan Schaefer at Jmart Radio at Ramon Foster at Schaefer on Sports at Jmart and Ramon. Schaefer's the best. That's good stuff. <laughs> if you need great health care coverage and an affordable price, well, Farm Bureau Health Plan is like an extra set of pads when you need them the most. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Welcome in uh, Coach Matt. Dave McGinnis, who's back from Saskatchewan, <laughs> where he appeared at least via voice yesterday amidst a lot of conversations that I'm sure you've been having, Coach, over the last day or so. It's a busy day, but a fun day to be in the city of Nashville, is it not? Hey, Jay, Mark, Ramon. Uh, I've already talked to Shafe about Canada. Uh, hey, <laughs> look, this is, this, is, this, is good. this is good stuff. I mean, it really is, and it was, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a big deal, and it's a big deal because it's a real football deal. And that's what this is all about. And so, you know, absolutely. I mean, people have a have a real reason to be excited here as Titans fans. And and I just I, I like it for our fans. I really do. This made me so happy for our fans. And when Mike Keith and Amy Wells and Ashley Farrell called me and we all gathered up at Nissan Stadium yesterday and uh, started recording an OTP out of the suites that they're working out of now. I mean, it was just it was a it was a good time because there I mean there are moments in time in a National Football League season as to where, you know, you either have a chance to grab a hold of something or you let it go by. They grabbed a hold of this one, and it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. So we talked kind of overarching things with Mike Keith, and maybe we'll do a little okay. of that you, but I wanted to talk some X's and O's about this acquisition. Sure. One thing I heard on the OTP, which I was listening to on the way in this morning, Coach, was, you know, you've got a lot of bigger wide receivers on this team. And that was one of the things that was always said about uh, the Packers over the last few years. They had a bunch of taller wide receivers that did the same thing. Doesn't mean you're doing the same thing with these guys. But you made a comment about the value of bigger targets, bigger wide receivers in a play-action offense that I, that I thought was very valuable, and I want our listeners to hear it. Well, what's important is, you know, first of all, with the way that this offense has been set up, and, and, and I don't know for sure what Todd Downing is going to do. I'm sure it will be similar with, you know, some of his twists. Whenever you're running a play-action game with a bigger receiver, the, things that, the thing that happens, first of all, and it's, it's, it's really, really important for this football team is, is because of the running back and, and, and as effective as this running game is, you're going to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one coverage early. Now, it's going to be uh, really interesting to me to see how teams approach this defensively. But when you are in one-on-one -on -one coverage and play action, then you are going to get combat catches a lot. Mm. There's going to be a lot of combat catches. You're not going to get a lot of, you're not going to get a lot of soft zones with, you know, six-man boxes with this running game that we have. So your receivers have to be able to body people out and they have to be able to win one-on-one -on -one immediately because that's what they're going to be charged with. I always look at it from the defensive perspective of it that if I'm playing a big play, action team the thing I want to do is I want to be up on those guys and I want to take away the immediate bang eight I want to take away the immediate stuff off of this play action because I know that my front's going to be committed to stopping the run and so I cannot play off and have that big space between the second and the third level well if you've got bigger receivers then you've got a much better chance to win those one-on-one -on -one and those combat catches and that's what this group is now what's going to be interesting to see is how people are going to line up and play this because you want to line up with an eight and a half, uh, nine man box now, like we saw so much of last year. Well, 
go ahead and do it, but you're going to take your chances outside against two dudes. And again, if, if he chooses now to go, you know, with 11 personnel, then you've got to make a choice. I mean, Josh Reynolds is a huge uh, uh, recipient of some good things out of this acquisition because now he's going to draw their third corner. He's going to draw their third corner. And as a defensive coach, when you start game planning on Monday and you start saying, where do most of our eyes have to be? Well, there's somebody that's going to be singled up and that singled up person has got to win. And now what are you going to do? You're going to get in a nine ball stack and you're going to put uh, Julio or AJ on the backside by themselves. Now, what are you going to do? Defensive coordinator, you're going to roll over there to that single guy and then let, let those three out of that nine ball stack, you know, work against the, uh, you know, uh, uh, lock zebra coverage where you can rub them off really quick. A lot of nice things are coming out of this. But the biggest thing is, and Ramon's sitting right there with you, yeah. and, and he will, I hope he will uh, stand with me on this. The biggest benefactors from this is that offensive line because now those boxes are going to be a lot lighter. And and that's where I was wanting to go to you about is the fact that you you mentioned, of course, they've been running through the gauntlet and still ran through for 2,000 yards last year with the yes. way people stacked the box. So just on the coaching side, Coach Mack, because you're, you're, you're very understanding in that department. When you have a guy like Julio and you also have an AJ and you also have a, a Derek Henry and a Ryan Tannehill and you mentioned Josh Reynolds, walking into stadiums, game planning throughout the week, what is your mindset, Coach? What is the confidence if you keep all of those guys together? Because we as players get excited, and y'all kind of know that too. But on the play, on the coach's side of what's in front of Todd Downing and Mike Vrabel with this defense, with this offense, what's the mindset that you have with having these weapons? Well, here's the mindset of this football team, Ramon, and it's a great question and it's relevant. Just because you have uh, these receivers now, still doesn't mean you're a finesse football team. Mm. And so you know walking into a stadium, anytime you know walking into a stadium as an offensive football team, and really as a, you know, as a team in total, but we're talking offense right now, that you can step on the field and hit somebody in the face mm. and they're going to feel it, that's a big, big good feeling. You know it and yep. I know it. Hey, uh, if you, go ahead, if you walk into a stadium thinking offensively, you know, I hope we can trick them today, <laughs> then you're a little bit stepping gingerly when you come on the field. If you know every week that you've got a chance to come in and just uh, say, okay, we're putting all 16 cleats in the ground and we're coming off and hitting you in the face at every position on offense, that's a good feeling. Well, this team can do that, but they can only can do that now. They can run past you quick and they can bully you not only at the line of scrimmage, they can bully you downfield mm-hmm. coach has anybody better you use the the phrase the descriptor combat catches there in that first answer um has anybody been better over the last decade in combat catch situations than julio jones well he's at the top he's at he's at the top of the mountain in this because that's what he is i mean just, you know, when you look at this guy physically and again as i say i don't you know he's been in the league 10 years but but he came into the league as a as a really really special person you, you look at it you look not only his size he's got length i mean his hands he's got you know 10 inch hands i mean the guy but he's got a physical demeanor 
This is a dude that, I mean, he sets his neck when he plays receiver. And that's what you're looking for. I mean, it's, it's a lot like playing, you know, I, I, I grew up defending, you know, for a lot of years, Michael Irvin twice a year. That's a lot of what you got. You, you went out there, you weren't only defending a receiver in space. You were defending somebody that was going to throw haymakers in space. And so that's important. That's what Julio is. One of the things you said about Josh Reynolds facing the, the third corner. Well, you saw A.J. Brown yesterday say, yeah, I don't know from time to time who's going to be on who, but that second cornerback has a problem because now you don't have your shutdown guy on one of those two dudes. Whichever one that is, that's one where if I'm Ryan Tannehill, I've got a giant smile on my face. Well, and here's the other thing about Tannehill, guys, and please remember this, and this is for our listeners. If you really pay attention and have watched this offense the last two years, a huge part of this success has been the game plan that, that, that he and Arthur Smith and this offensive staff have put together the last two years of being able to get into the right play at the line of scrimmage. You can speak to that, Ramon, yes, because you, you, you practice all week and go into that. And it's not just you're not walking up to that line of scrimmage it's just blindly snapping the football. You can get into the right play at the line of scrimmage, which, which he is really, really good at. Now you've got a chance. That puts a huge pressure on a defense, first of all, to bogey and disguise the thing as long as they can, because if he even gets a glimpse – that they're trying to cheat a, a cheat a safety or they're trying to cheat a, a backer to buzz out underneath the other guy and they're going to lighten that box a little bit, here comes that running game rolling. And anytime he feels them creeping up, I, I promise you, you are going to see so many at the line of scrimmage uh, uh, takeoffs from an eight-man front. It's going to be fun to watch. And plus, just a bang eight, just throw it to those. Give either one of those two big guys at receiver, give him a three-step slant or three-step uh, quick bang, and just let him catch it and run over people. I mean, this is what's fun about this. Yeah, Coach, you, you know now, uh, of course, with a signing like this, we're in what probably a lot of people are going to call the honeymoon phase of it, and then people are going to start, try to start critiquing it. One critique that will come out is probably Julio and his red zone uh, touchdown. Uh, uh, appreciation that he has for that. Well, his touchdowns that he doesn't get or his lack of in the red zone. Uh, with a guy like AJ on the other side, would you think that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a focus point with him? Is pick your poison when you got two big guys, as you said, in the tight red zone that's able to go up and get the ball. They got to be creative in getting the ball in those guys' hands, especially with Derek Henry in the backfield too. Yeah, uh, Ramon, I hope. I hope that our opponents disregard him in the red zone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, and, and, and the, the big thing about it is big thing about playing red zone defense as to where, you know, as a defensive coach that I've been all my life in this league, you take advantage of it defensively because you got restricted space down there. And that's where it becomes a power forward rebound game in, in the red zone. And now you've got two guys that can do that. And so it, it's, it's absolutely big. If you only had one guy, and Julio's numbers were down because, you know, when he's down there, if you've got one dude, guess what you're going to do? Double him. You're going to be over the top uh, on him and, and bump him. You're going to be inside out on him. You're going to vice him. You're going to do a lot of things. If you've got more than one of those dudes down there, you can only play with 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach, to that point, the defensive side of the ball, man, and I love that you're able to come on and you give your expertise on being on the defensive side of the ball. But a guy like Julio, uh, uh, these, these weapons on offense, though, what does it do for your defense as far as balance, as far as knowing if you need a breath, if you need a break from a long drive, that the offense can give it to you? Is that what Julio, is that what AJ, is that what Derrick Henry does for the opposite side of the ball, which is defense? A lot of great weapons, Coach. You know that. They spent big in this offseason. 
Speak about the balance of what this does for that defense. Well, Ramon, they won 11 games last year, mm-hmm. you know, being able to being able to control the football offensively and score with it. That's that that's the big part of it. They were not only able to possess the football, they were able to score. You know, look at what this team did last year as far as any of the scoring metrics that there are. I mean, that's that's huge. And so, yes, that helps your defense. And they spent money to get this defense better. But this is going to be a work in progress now. I mean, this is not all look, I deal in reality and I love dealing in reality with our with our with our our, our fans and our listeners. It the, the 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 idea to be excited about what's going on right now, I absolutely love it. But it's real because look, John Robinson and and, and this organization made this move because it made their football team better. But for your football team to be the best it can be, football work has to be done. That's getting ready to really ramp up. One thing that uh, when you looked at touchdown numbers for Julio, back to Moan's point, you saw other guys benefit because Julio was seeing two and three guys sometimes following him around, and Mohamed Sanu was standing there in the end zone. <laughs> the problem now is you can't do that because you've got A.J. and you've got Julio, and then you you mentioned Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds could be a huge benefactor here. Um I, that that becomes the deal here. It's just like if you're a defensive coordinator, which poison do you pick here, coach? There's so many places that the Titans can go. Todd Downing, boy, oh boy, like, I mean, he's just he can just sit back there. It feels like a kid on Christmas. He's like, oh, we go with Derrick Henry this time. Okay, now it's AJ. Okay, now it's Julio. And Tannehill's smart enough to be able to go through the progressions and find the guy that that's against somebody weak and and take advantage of it. Yeah, well, that, that's that's going to be the beauty of this thing, and, and it's all got to coalesce and come together. But that absolutely is the beauty of it, and that's what you and that's what you have to do. And you're going to have to find ways weekly to be able to do that because defensive coaches are not just going to sit there and wring their hands during the week. I promise you, I've been on the other side of this, you know, where you're going to figure this out and say, "All right, look, we're going to take away, we're going to take away these two and just live with everything else." Mm-hmm. The beauty again of this football team offensively because this is what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now schematically is you have got a running back and a running game that can not only move the chains, they can also make explosive plays. So that's, that's the big issue here. That's the big key because this running game, if you just have a running game, when I was a defensive coordinator, if I had a running game, you know, that I knew could physically you know, pound on me, I could still take that and play a little bit malleable and be able to bend a little. But if I have a running game that I know can hit the home run on me, yeah. that puts a different perspective on the way I'm deploying my people defensively. Coach, the business side of the NFL kind of shows itself no matter what. Whenever these deals are done, the contracts are said, and you, somehow we always get details of what's happened. Um, with this deal right here, two and a four was given up on top of taking his some of his salary, if not all of his salary. Um, from your perspective, though, that still holds a whole lot of value for a guy that they want to knock and say he's 32, his injuries, his dad. They, that's still a whole lot of value when it comes down to a 30-year-old wide receiver, is it not? Well, yeah, a receiver like this. Yes. Absolutely. Well, no, absolutely. And look, you basically you got him for a second round pick. That's what you got him for because you're going to you're going to get compensatory picks because you're going to lose free agents. Don't look. You got him for a second round pick, and and look, you're going to pay your players. But this absolutely. And John Robinson. I mean, I, I know some of our most a lot of our listeners have played Texas Hold'em before, and mm-hmm. when you play, you, you got to sit at the table. You sit at the table and you look at your cards and you don't do anything drastic at all. And here's the other thing that you do. You may be churning inside, but your expression at the table doesn't change. John Robinson's expression outwardly never changed through this whole process, but he was patient. He kept his powder dry and he <laughs> sat at the table. 
As it went longer, it felt more and more likely this was going to happen. Like if you I go agree, early in May, maybe you don't feel as good, Coach. But as this, as I left on Friday, I felt very confident that this was actually going to happen. And John Robinson, John Robinson played this beautifully. I use the analogy, just kind of joking, the old radio contest where people are sitting on cars, and it's just like the last person that touches the car gets the car. That's and John Robinson was just chilling in the truck bed, Coach. Like he watched other teams fall off, and he just sat back and he watched. He watched the, what it was going to take to acquire Julio, I think, also start to decrease a little bit through this, and he was able to pounce because he was still in the truck bed and didn't fall off the car. Well, that's a great analogy. It really is. And, and, and when this whole thing starts, guys, and you guys are in, are in the business, and you know everything that, that runs around the periphery of it, it's, it's, so much, it's so much like the draft. It's just in a different venue. Is that everything that's spoken about out there and everything that comes out you know, about people say, well, this, this team is offered one. Nobody knows anything. I promise you, because in these instances, I've been on the inside of these things. Anybody that knows really what's going on doesn't say a word. Hmm. Yeah. Everybody that says everything knows nothing. So that's a real good point to keep in mind. Well, Coach, um, training camp's going to be fun. This city, I said to Mike Keith, you know, people are poking their chest out, wearing their Titans blue today, big smiles on their faces. This city deserves it. It's a great moment. Now, there's no guarantee it works, but it puts you in a spot where you should feel really, really comfortable and fun about going out to Nissan supporting this team this year. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I said starting this off. I'm so happy, so happy for our fans. And again, I've been, my phone is blown up and, you know, I'm, it's going to blow up a lot more. But just to get the, the fans, you can feel the excitement. You can feel it. I mean, you've got a guy right there that's been on the team. Look, as you said, nothing nothing has happened yet other than the fact that you've given yourself another really good player on your football team. But emotion yeah. is, is, is real in the National Football League. And emotion is real. And don't think, don't think, just because these are professional players, that they don't get excited yeah, about buddy. getting good players to join them. Yeah. Because I've been in too many locker rooms, guys. It's a real thing. I love it for our fan base. It was a great football move by John Robinson and the Tennessee Titans. So mm-hmm. here we go. It's still a kid's game, Coach. And as old as we are sometimes, that's why it's hard to walk away from the game. That's why you get excited for touchdowns and just everything else that surrounds this game. You're 100% right. That group inside that Titans locker room should be excited, man. Well, they are. I mean, you saw them before. You yeah. know? I mean, I, I really loved, you know, what AJ and all the guys were doing. Just, you know, because this world of social media, I mean, they, this to me, again, as I say, energy. You live off of energy in the National Football League, and energy at any time of year for your football team is really good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Coach, appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Thank Coach. you. Guys, appreciate you guys. See you. That's Coach Mack. You can plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans for better coverage, better rates, and better customer service. They've been providing Tennesseans with the home field advantage for almost 75 years. Like as Coach said, um, yeah, if you, it's like you, you've got to actually go do it now, but you've given yourself a tool. It's like, yeah, yeah I've got to hit the golf course, but I just went and bought a pretty swanky new driver. <laughs> like I feel a little bit better about stepping on the course because I want to hit this thing. Titans fans, they want Julio on that field. Yeah, they're they they're excited about it. When we come back, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. One thing will derail Julio Jones for a few minutes. We have a heck of a list of birthdays, plus Tony the Studs' phone call. It's Jay Martin and Mo 104.5 The Zone. This is some good shit.